0: This episode of the Good to Growth podcast was made possible by our friends at Brightbridge Nonprofit Solutions. Brightbridge Nonprofit Solutions empowers emerging nonprofits like yours to start, grow, and maintain their organizations. Brightbridge Nonprofit Solutions offers all the help you need for running a nonprofit, including consulting and administrative services that range from incorporation and 501c3 tax exemption to grant writing and websites for nonprofits. Learn more about Brightbridge nonprofit solutions at Brightbridge.com. That's B-R-Y-T-E-Bridge.com.
1: Hi everyone, welcome to the latest episode of the Good to Growth Podcast on Nonprofit Hub Radio. I'm Katie Apple, the Executive Director of Nonprofit Hub in Do More Good. Each episode of the Good to Growth podcast is designed to give you, our listener, ideas and inspiration to move your organization from good to growth. In every episode, we feature a thought leader who is working in or with the nonprofit sector to do more good. Today, I have the pleasure of talking to Logan Foote, um, the Director of Education and Development for golfstatus.org. So, this is going to seem like a little bit of a niche topic, um, but what we've realized is that so many of you, so many, have golf outings or are pursuing golf outings since the pandemic began. And I think a big piece of this is that, you know, there's very few ways to gather outside and have it be fun and have it be interactive at a time when a lot of us were wearing masks and social distancing. So 2021 saw a huge uptick in the number of golf outings and we're seeing the same trend heading into 2022. So this interview, I plan to engage Logan into talking not only about how to have a successful golf outing, but also to spring fundraisers in general. What should we be planning for? When should we start planning? And what are some trends that he's seeing? The, the founders and the managers of this organization are some of the most charitable people I've come across, and they're also very innovative. So this is sure to be a really dynamic conversation full of golden nuggets for spring fundraising. Let's get started. So I've been fascinated. I've met with a couple of people from your organization because golf, golf outings, golf fundraisers are such a huge piece of the nonprofit world. Every time I've talked to someone, I've realized like there's so much more these nonprofits could be doing. And I'm on the board of a couple that have golf outings. And I mean, the sky is the limit. It's been very a very cool experience getting to know your organization. So tell me a little bit about your background, how you came to work with golf status and with nonprofits.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we are headquartered here in uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, and that's actually where I'm born and raised. Um, I attended the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, um, got my degree uh, in marketing. Um, And then I kind of, uh, I've always had a passion for golf. I've been around the game since I was four years old Um, and the opportunity back in, I think it was 2017 kind of came up to work with golf status. And it was kind of, for me, uh, a really perfect combination of of golf. And I've also always been passionate about technology as well. Uh, And then that was kind of my first um, really experience working closely with nonprofits, which uh, for the past really three years for me has been incredibly rewarding uh, and something now I'm also passionate about. Um, and it's uh, our technology is just really kind of combines uh, all of my, all my passions, golf technology, and now helping nonprofits raise funds for some really cool causes.
1: It is a sweet deal when you get to do what you love and have it benefit so many. So yeah, for sure. congrats. That's, that's a Thank good place you. to be in. Yeah. So, we're not. Um, when this airs, it will be the new year, twenty twenty two. Right now, so many nonprofits are busy planning their spring their spring golf outings, and others are like, "I don't even want to think about it. Like, let's hold off as long as we can." What is the right time? how How soon should we start the process of getting ready for these events?
2: Really, when it comes to golf fundraisers in general, I say usually about six to eight months, sometimes four to six months is feasible as well. Um, but we, I have worked with a number of clients that uh, when their tournament ends, they're walking off the golf course to the golf, uh, whoever it is overseeing events, and they're signing the contract for next year. So giving themselves a full year out. Um, now, if you have a you know a large network of supporters and whatnot, it's probably more feasible for you to throw together an outing in a couple months time and have it be very successful. But uh, if you feel you need more time to solicit supporters, golfers, sponsors, then I would give yourself probably somewhere in the range from that, that four to eight months to uh, to get it started. But I also always tell people it's never too early to you know get your website or event website for registration up and running, get it promoted, even if you don't have all of the finer details set yet, at least get it on people's radar so they are expecting it. Um, and then you can just slowly update those details kind of as you go along
1: definitely one of the organizations i work with um you know they've done a golf outing for several years and we were shocked we went to book the course Mm -hmm. and just how limited the availability has become since COVID. and we ended up having to move the timing of the event because we couldn't get our normal sweet spot in june I mean, is that the trend you're seeing just more and more of these outings? Because I mean, they are, they're safer. In a pandemic world, it's better to be outside.
2: It's it's been it's been thought of as the the sport of of COVID. I mean, not even just outings, but just golf rounds in general are are way up across the the nation. So uh, it has been something that a lot of fundraisers have turned to for you know their primary source of fundraising dollars for for the year. Whether they you know had a golf outing already, or if they just turned to golf uh, as something they'd like to try out for the first time. Uh, in, in 2021, or even late 2020, uh, it's definitely seen a huge surge in, in popularity. You know, you're not just golfers who are playing more golf because of COVID, but people also who are new to the game, discovering it, spending more time at the golf course as well.
1: Maybe it's like the one silver lining of the COVID-19 pandemic. We have more golf. More ways to play and more benefits.
2: Get outside you know, you can obviously easily socially distance, you know, one of the, the little, the small drawbacks is you don't have the gatherings after the event in some cases, but you can still go out, be around people safely. And obviously you're outside and, uh, you know, you're playing some golf and you can still raise some, some really good money for your organization.
1: A lot of these courses too. I mean, I think every golf outing I've gone to this year had a beautiful tent arrangement. I mean, so there was still some networking element, but it was outdoors and, we're in Michigan here. So the weather is always a, a, a factor, but yeah, it's better, better than nothing.
2: That's yeah, cool. I was at an event in Georgia that did just that. They had a big tent set up uh, on the driving range that people came to afterwards. And there was no really formal gathering, but it was just more informal networking, um, you know, having, having conversation and uh, you know, a few uh, appetizers as well, but yeah, mostly those gatherings are, are staying outside, but so not, uh, ideal, but it's still very doable and still very, very effective.
1: So let's, let's talk about this a little bit. Cause I have taken golf lessons. I don't even want to tell you how many times I've taken a lot of golf lessons. My husband is a big golfer and I still can't quite always consistently connect club to ball. It's just not my sport. It never will be. But I love going out on the greens. Um, I think it's beautiful. How can these golf fundraisers be something that is um, enjoyable and engaging for non-golfers as well?
2: Yeah, it's a a common question that I I see come up quite a bit. And one of the uh, really good solutions I've seen is when some events will have you know, they have the typical golf tournament you can register and play for, you know, on the, the big 18 hole golf course, but they also kind of pair that with a, a clinic. Um, so if you're new to the game, maybe if you just want to spend time on the driving range, taking lessons, you can sign up for that as well while the the large tournament is going on. Also, I've seen events say, you know, hey, it's okay if you have, you know, an extra rider. So if like, if you like to just ride along with the group and, you know, get out and hang around on the greens and, and whatnot, maybe have a few drinks, you can do that as well. So really finding those areas within the tournament that will allow someone who is a newcomer uh, or just not as experienced to be comfortable because it's, it's a great time, whether you are, are golfing or not. Um, and so I, I totally get where you're coming from, wanting to still be somewhat involved, but not actually the one, uh, you know, swinging the club all the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, you don't want me as part of your scramble. And I don't like feeling like the, the weak link. I went to one a couple of years ago and I, I want to say it was Gems Girls Clubs, but
2: mm-hmm. they
1: did a fashion show. Um, I think they probably analyzed that most of the non-golfers were going to be women in what their demographic was, but they did a fashion show during the golf outing for the non-golfers, and that was sweet. Um, I'm sure it upped the expense of the event a little bit, but it was so cool to have like an alternate activity um, that's still kind of tied in.
2: That's really cool. I actually just met with this organization out of Detroit that they do. One of their big fundraisers is kind of like a tea party type fundraiser. And she told me it attracts mostly women. And a lot of the time they bring their husbands and the husbands like aren't into it or just aren't, you know, that engaged. And she's like, I wish I could do something for them that they would enjoy more. And she's like, maybe a golf tournament, maybe I could do a yeah. golf tournament to run alongside it. So it's kind of on the opposite end of that spectrum, but there's still a lot of great things you can do uh, to kind of run alongside the golf event. If you have people that either don't want to participate or maybe just don't want to be you know on the golf course at all, like that fashion show. That's something I've never heard of before, but I bet it was a huge success. That sounds really cool.
1: It was, but the clinic idea has merit too, because I think there's something safe. If you're going to a clinic in lieu of playing, um, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to be with others who this isn't their top sport. They're not going to be, you know, connect, connecting with the ball every time. So I like that. I like that. And then you might get them, you know, Feeling confident enough that they'll actually play the next year.
2: Right, that's that's what it's all about. Just surround those people with uh, you know, others, other players of their skill set. You know, where, where they can be comfortable because it can be intimidating. You know, being in a group of experienced golfers, and, and if you're not experienced, so just surround those people with uh, you know players of their similar skill set, and they'll have a really great time.
0: Hi, this is Kevin Burgess, the editor for the Good to Growth podcast. We thought this would be a good spot to take a break and let you know about today's sponsor, BrightBridge Nonprofit Solutions. BrightBridge Nonprofit Solutions empowers dreamers and doers to build nonprofit organizations that positively impact their communities. From nonprofit startup, 501c3 tax exemption, grant management, 990 tax filings, and state compliance. BrightBridge provides all the help you need for running a nonprofit. BrightBridge is led by a team of experienced professionals that leverage their practice on leading nonprofits, holding board positions, and formal nonprofit educational backgrounds to equip and help you to start, grow, and maintain your organization. BrightBridge serves nonprofits all over the United States and is eager to help you. Call BrightBridge at 1-877-857-9002 for a free compliance assessment or to learn more about how they can help your emerging nonprofit at brightbridge.com that's b r y t e bridge.com your mission is to help others their mission is to help you contact brightbridge nonprofit solutions today now let's get back to Katie's conversation with Logan Foot
1: we're all about the hidden gems here at nonprofit hub and we've kind of talked about a couple like doing the fashion show or the clinic. What are some other ways that nonprofits can be building added value or extra ways to engage into their spring fundraisers?
2: Yeah. Some of the, you know, the common things we see uh, for, you know, raising more dollars is some, something of the on-course contests that can be a kind of small contest as part of the larger tournament. So one of the popular ones is, you know, a hole-in-one contest, you Pay so much money to have a shot at a hole in one on a par three. Um, That's a really great uh, way to raise extra dollars as well. Selling add-ons like mulligans or um, uh, any sort of, you know, tickets like drink tickets, raffle tickets, if you have a raffle on site. Um, And then when it comes to, you know, further engaging, uh, a great way to access new donors for your organization is through a golf tournament, especially when you add teams as part of uh, sponsorship packages, a lot of the time when sponsors register then then includes a team, uh, maybe one person at most on that team will be familiar with your organization or already be a supporter. And they bring along three others. Most golf tournaments are, include four-person teams uh, who have no idea uh, what your organization does. So it's a great opportunity to expose Uh, newcomers to your organization, to your mission, uh, and maybe hopefully, you know, steward them into more, be more consistent supporters uh, of your nonprofit.
1: Kind of like filling a table for a gala. I mean, same, same logic. You can, Mm -hmm. yeah, introduce new people who may be interested in supporting. So along those lines, you know, a golf fundraiser is really designed to raise support for an organization. Mm -hmm. And I think, I have found in the ones that I've planned or participated in that it's often clunky. Like when, when and how do you ask for the gift? You know, there's obviously some revenue that can be generated through this the ticket sales um, and the sponsorship, but how have you seen don't? donating actually giving support done well or uniquely with some of your clients
2: yeah i I would say the biggest thing is to make it easy uh remove those barriers to to donating no matter how much that donation is so you know part of our technology's functionality is uh customized donations online donations uh however many they would like um and so one of the i would say the common practices i see with our events so Through our technology, our our event organizers can send out um, messages to all of their golfers all at once and they can include links. And so they kind of link back to that event website that has the donate buttons on it. Uh, And a lot of them do that as a thank you message after the event is over, or even sometimes during the event, maybe challenging people um, to donate. Maybe they have an overall goal. They can advertise that, hey, we're this close to our goal. Uh, You know, click here to donate more. Um, And so that's a very common way of doing it. And it's, it's easy. You simply link to the event site, you hit donate, put in your credit card, and, and it's done. Uh, and there are even some services we've seen that you know make the uh, the payment uh, in- incredibly easy as well uh, on course. So obviously collecting cash donations during the, the event is great, uh, but it's almost 2022. A lot of people don't carry as much cash anymore. So having the ability to accept uh, donations online uh, is very key.
1: So we're seeing a huge shift right now. You know, we run Cause Camp. It's a, it's a large nonprofit conference. And we watch other conferences because of this. And all all these major events now have an app. Um, it's almost considered like inhospitable to invite someone to an event and not give them a way to navigate and interact via their phone. Um, the days of the paper program are are, are fading fast. Same, does the same thing apply to golf outings?
2: Yeah, you know, COVID kind of expedited all of that, um, eliminating the paper forms. But especially when it comes to the actual registration of the golf tournament and signing up, sending a paper form in the mail and expecting someone to fill that out and mail it back is, um, just, it that just doesn't happen anymore. I mean, uh, it, you need to make it easy and convenient. And, you know, being able to register and pay via your phone is, is huge. And that, that is an absolute must. I mean, that's where we live our lives these days. Um, uh, obviously making it easy on your, on a desktop or laptop computer is important as well, but registering via mobile scoring via mobile, uh, it's all incredibly important. Um, that's, that's where we spend all of our time. That's where we're focused. Um, and so if you want to get, uh, that your message or your event in front of uh, supporters, that's where you need to be.
1: That's um, that's actually one of my favorite things about golf status is, like, you can keep an eye on what's going on on your phone. You don't have to, like, run back to the clubhouse or find somebody else. Like, you can get notifications and stay in the loop. It's very cool. Yep. So, we recently rebranded this podcast. It used to be called um, the, the Hubcast, and it's now The Good to Growth Podcast. So in every episode, we ask our guests to share a bit of good news for the nonprofit sector. So something that we can look forward to in 2022 or something you've realized or noticed. Can you give us yeah. a bit of good news?
2: Some some good news for nonprofits, I guess, you know, when it comes to working with us, um, we have what we call our Golf for Good program. So we can set up nonprofits with our technology for for no cost up front at all. Um, so, uh everything that, that we can get you in, get access to our software, get your event set up. That's, that's totally free uh, for us to work with. Um, and I think just golf fundraisers in general, um, you know, we saw a huge boom. I think that that'll continue into 2022 that be very popular. Um, I think a lot of organizations who maybe turned to golf for the first time, saw the value in it and uh, will will keep holding fundraisers. And we even have multiple clients that work with us that are adding an additional golf fundraiser, um, to their one golf tournament they all they already hosted um so it's it's a as we've gone over it 's a huge opportunity to engage with uh new donors and steward your existing donors um and i, I think that that uh, uh kind of um, trend will will continue on into twenty twenty two and golf is a, a really great option to um to to raise funds in general
1: and i totally agree um i totally agree i I know of at least three organizations that did a golf outing for the first time um, between 2020 or 2021. Mm-hmm. And they all realized like it was one of those things where why didn't we do this five years ago? Or why didn't right. we do this three years ago? Right. And so it's now becoming part of their annual fundraising plan, um, their annual event schedule. So, I mean, I'm convinced. I, yeah, I'm excited I want- to see what 2022 brings.
2: For sure, and one of the things I hear from people who are just getting to golf for the first time is maybe they don't know golf; they haven't been around golf, and that that kind of scares them off of running a golf fundraiser. And you absolutely do not have to know golf to put on a golf fundraiser. I, I say that in almost all of my webinars and conferences I attend, um, because a lot of nonprofit event organizers aren't very familiar with golf, and and that's totally fine. I, we have multiple uh, events we work with some that um, raise millions of dollars, and the event organizer running it all not a golfer whatsoever and that's totally fine and another reason i think is you know a lot of there's a lot of event management software out there but none are specific to golf so uh kind of using a word you used earlier that makes the process kind of clunky whereas you know you look at our software it was built specifically for golf that's our niche that's what we do that's what we specialize in it'll make it so much easier and and a lot less daunting of a task um uh, to, to take on so we'll be we'll be there with you every step of the way and All that to say, don't be scared of of golf fundraisers if you're not a golfer. You can absolutely pull it off.
1: Okay. So if you are thinking about doing a golf outing, if you do a golf outing, but you're looking to kind of up the revenue and the engagement for it, how can folks reach out to you or to golf status? How can they follow you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. You can follow us on all you know social media, Instagram, Twitter, uh, golfstatus.org. Um, on our website, golfstatus.org, There is a form you can fill out uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us, sit down with a very quick product demo, a no pressure product demo from one of our sales staff to kind of take you through the technology, what it can do, uh, what it can do for you and how we can get you set up. Um, and then also my email, simply Logan, L-O-G-A-N at golf status.org shoot me an email um, and I can get you set up uh, or just get on the phone and and chat with you and see how we can help you where you are uh, in the, if you're planning a golf tournament, for sure. If you're just thinking about it, whatever it may be, if you just want to have a casual conversation uh, about, you know, what a golf fundraiser could look like more than happy to do that as well.
1: Very cool. And, Folks, this is one of the more charitable organizations. Um, You know, obviously they have a product, but they also have a heart for nonprofits. So I have high trust with them. I encourage you to as well. They are a great first step if you are looking to start a golf outing. Logan, I can't thank you enough for your time. You have me excited for spring. I'm not excited to golf, but I'm excited for spring.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Bring on that warm weather.
1: Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Thanks for being part of the program. Thank you, Katie. I hope you enjoyed talking to Logan as much as I did. Like I mentioned, I'm not a golfer, but I love a good golf outing. And I feel like he gave us some great tips on how to be successful in 2022. Do you know what else will help you be successful in 2022? Some networking with your peers and some listening time with some of the top experts in the nonprofit sector. I would encourage you to get your tickets for Cause Camp. So Cause Camp is coming in May. This is two days in Grand Rapids, Michigan, or you can join us virtually if that's more convenient. This will be a time again to meet those peers from other states, from other areas of the world to learn about the latest technology and ideas and to hear from some of the top thought leaders in the sector. I am looking forward to it. My countdown is on. I hope you have your ticket and I hope to meet you there. You can register at cause.camp. That's cause.camp. Thanks for listening to another Good to Growth podcast. You can find more great content to take your organization from good to growth at nonprofithub.org.